Hey, it's Will Hill of Eason. Be sure to check out my podcast, the New York City Cast, presented by Play Sugarhouse Sportsbook. We dive into the betting angle for all New York teams. If you're from New York or a fan of any of the New York sports teams and want to become a sharper better, this is the podcast for you. So subscribe, follow, and listen to the New York City Cast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the New York City Cast with Will Hill, presented by Play Sugar House. Welcome to the New York City Cast, presented by Play Sugar House Sportsbook. I am your host, William Hill. Good show for you today. Uh, we're going to do some baseball. We're going to do some basketball. Touch on the Giants game. Wasn't even going to talk about the Jets. I, I need a mental break from the Jets, but there is news, breaking news, that Joe Flacco is actually going to start this Sunday against Miami. Um, look, I, I know they want to go back to Wilson, so this is actually not a shock to me. I, I think it's a dumb move, but to me, this is all about potentially eliminating an uncomfortable decision because if white plays well look he threw for 400 yards uh, a couple weeks ago played well for a quarter or so against the colts if he were to play again this week and play well then you got a tough decision it's uncomfortable it's hard to go back to wilson and that's what they want to do they want to go back to wilson they want to play the young quarterback so uh they will play flacco this week i hate the decision i think it's stupid uh don't understand it i, I guess i do understand it but i i just totally disagree with it uh, Flacco did start a handful of games for the Jets last year. Four starts, went 0 4. Uh, wasn't terrible, wasn't great, obviously. Did start against the Dolphins last year. 44 pass attempts, 186 yards, and the Jets got shut out 34 0. So, look, they're going to tell you he gives us the best chance to win. You know, he's not going to turn it over. To me, White deserved more than one bad game against the best defense in the league. I mean, look at it this way. You were going to give Wilson more than one bad game. You were going to give him a season, a half a season full of bad games. And he ha hasn't had a 400-yard game passing all year. So um, to me, it's unfair to White. It's the wrong decision. I would play White. I would see what I had. Um, that's not the route they're going to go. They're going to play Flacco. I'm sure the fans hate it. Just the Jets are a disaster right now. I mean, that's that's all you can say from Douglas, Sal, the quarterback. There's just not a lot good to say about the Jets. J-E-T-S, just end the season, two and seven. Uh, they This line has gone back and forth from three to three and a half. I, I don't expect too much optimism towards Joe Flacco in the market, so I'd be shocked if this closed at three. I think it'll actually close at three and a half where it is right now. Um, so that's it. So Flacco will play Sunday. Mike White is out. The Mike White era, you can tell your kids about, that pretty much does it. I mean, I, I don't know that he'll ever get another start in the NFL. Maybe, you know, I'm sure that game against the Bengals is enough to give him at least – uh, a spot as a backup, but Flacco will start. White is out. Wilson, I'm sure, uh, will be in not too shortly. Sounds like he's close to playing, just not 100% yet. So uh, the Mike White era is over. Don't like it. Do not like it at all. Jets, like I said, are three-and-a-half-point underdogs now uh, home against Miami. The Giants are in Tampa Monday night. We'll have a few shows between now and then, so we'll touch on that game a little today, but more to do on it as it gets closer. Knicks host the Magic tonight. We'll do a couple of minutes on that game. But we'll start with baseball for a change. Um, a couple of moves by the Mets. One was a shocker, and that is Noah Syndergaard, who I think everyone just assumed off all of his injuries would take the $18 million qualifying offer from the Mets and return from the Met for, to the Mets on a one-year deal. That is not the case. He signed a one-year $21 million deal with the Angels. Very surprising. And I think an interesting move. Uh, the upside for Syndergaard is obvious. He, he sure looks the part. 
Uh, he's six six. He's got the size. He's got the look. Throws a hundred miles an hour. Looks like a dominant pitcher, and he was a dominant pitcher. You know, his rookie year, he comes up in May, pitches very well, very good in the World Series. Uh, that run, that whole postseason in 2015, 27 innings. Uh, I'm sorry, 19 innings, 27 Ks, only seven earned runs. So, little ERA, a little over three, was really good. Tremendous in the wild card game that next year in 2016 against the Giants. Uh, he was great in that regular season as well. So, that's where his career kind of goes off the rails, though. 2017, he gets hurt, only makes seven starts. 2018, he's good again, really good. ERA right around three, I think 303. But since then, he's basically been nothing in terms of production. Uh, he's either been hurt or been bad. I mean, 2019 led the league in, in something you don't want to lead the league in, which is uh, runs allowed. He gave him 94 runs, the most in the league, most in baseball. 2020 has Tommy John surgery, misses the whole year. 2021, still recovering from Tommy John surgery, setbacks, dead arm, shoulder issues, not throwing sliders, only pitches two innings. So that's Syndergaard. That's his last two years, two innings pitched. And in 2019, the year he was healthy, he was bad. So uh, I can understand the Mets moving on. Um, Sandy Alderson, the Mets president, did say for the record that they were not given an opportunity to match because it wouldn't make sense. You know, you'll pay him 18, but you won't pay him 21. So Looks like Syndergaard just wanted to move on from the Mets for whatever reason. So 2018, I guess it's a long time ago now. This is three straight years when, when Syndergaard's either been hurt or ineffective. And if you're the Mets, you need rotation pieces that you can trust. You need arms that you can count on behind the ground. Uh, and I'm not sure Syndergaard is something with all these injuries the past 18 months is someone that you can count on. So the upside obviously is there. If he's healthy, he can make you look bad if you're the Mets. I mean, that's for sure. Um, and, and that's just the Mets nature. These The fans think right away, as soon as you know he walks out the door, he's going to win the Cy Young. I, I just think that's how Mets fans are wired. So the qualifying offer from the Mets was 18 and change. He takes 21 from L.A. And when you consider the taxes in California, it's really not a, a big difference in terms of money. But I get the Mets who are trying to win a World Series and really have a, a you know a puncher's chance. I wouldn't say as good as anyone, but look, I think they are plus two thousand at Play Sugar House Sportsbook. And baseball has taught us these past few years that if you get in and you have the pitching, uh, you can win it all. Uh, Mets had a seven game I mean, look. The Braves won it all, and the Mets had a seven game lead on them in July. So it's not that long ago. This Braves team was fifty two and fifty five, and, and the Mets were in first place cruising. So. Look what happened with the Braves. They rally, they win the division, uh, and they win the whole thing pretty, I wouldn't say easily, but they, you know, the Braves, they win the World Series. They didn't even have to play a decisive game. Uh, they lost the first game in Milwaukee in the division series, but never, never trailed again in a series. Uh, they won the next three against the Brewers, beat the Dodgers in six, beat the Astros in six. Similar to the Nationals um, a couple of years ago, who were 19 and 31 and you know, kind of came out of nowhere and won it all with great starting pitching. So if you're the Mets, uh, this is there for you. This is there for the taking. Um, 20 to 1 odds, you know, you're not the favorite. Dodgers are plus 550, Astros plus 900. There's a handful of teams just ahead of you, uh, including Atlanta. But you're going to need a few more pitchers, two good ones, I would think, and at least one really good one, plus DeGrom to be healthy, which if he's not, this whole conversation is moot. But I think you need somebody a little more reliable, more stable than Syndergaard, who is about to turn 30. Like I said, I know how many fans think they are. What was me? They are so conditioned for the worst 
possible outcome, similar to Jets fans, where they think as soon as, as soon as Syndergaard leaves, uh-oh, here we go. He's going to stay healthy. He's going to turn into the pitcher we all th- thought he could be, he, the pitcher he was, the pitcher you know we all knew he could be. Jeff Parles, who uh, works for Visa, and he's a producer for a numbers game on Gill's show, he said, and he's a Mets fan, he said, look, the first bet I'm going to make as soon as I can is, is Noah Syndergaard to win the Cy Young. So that's just how Mets fans think. And you saw it with Wheeler, who left the Mets, and you know he's a Cy Young candidate. Mats was really good uh, as soon as he left the Mets. So, you know, it's funny both both fan bases, Mets fans and Angels fans, are saying, "Here we go again." Mets fans think they're going to get burned by him leaving. Angels fans think, "Here we go again." They're going to get by, you know, get burned by another free agent who comes and you know doesn't live up to their contract because they they've had so many misses in free agents, so so many and. You, know, you give them credit because they've tried. They spent the money with, you know, whether it's Josh Hamilton, Albert Pujols, uh, CJ Wilson, um, you know, Shohei Otani, who's about to win the MVP. But, you know, I think the Mets do have endless pockets here, $14 billion. He can take the 22 or $18 million he would have given to Syndergaard and really allocate that money elsewhere to someone more reliable, more stable. Seems like it's going to be a robust market, especially for pitchers. Eduardo Rodriguez, who's a, a good pitcher, decent pitcher. He got a ton of money from Detroit. Uh, Syndergaard, like I said, he's thrown two innings in the last two years, and before that gave up the most runs in baseball. He gets $21 million. So uh, there's a lot of big pitchers on the market between Marcus Stroman, Robbie Ray, Scherzer, Verlander, Carlos Rodon. These guys are going to cash in and, and cash in in a big way. Um, seems like we'll have some moves early this year on like the past few years when the big guys haven't signed to later in the off season, whether it's, you know, Harper or Machado, uh, Kimbrell, that, that free agent class a few years back where they basically waited till, you know, late February, early March to get some of these big guys off the market. I think we'll see some earlier moves, but Syndergaard moves on to the angels. Now he stated pretty vociferously his desire to stay in New York, to stay with the Mets and, Money talks, I get that. But like I said, this isn't a whole lot of money when you consider the taxes between California and New York. Um, perhaps his camp, whoever is advising him, convinced him that the Mets, who've had trouble keeping pitchers healthy, had trouble diagnosing pitcher injuries, the, the whole thing, it's it's a fair criticism. Perhaps someone got in Syndergaard's ear and said, look at how, you know, look how good Wheeler did when he left about to maybe win a sign. I don't think he'll win it tonight, but he's in the mix. Um you know, Matt's obviously went from the NL East to the AL East, which usually hurts your numbers. Matt's actually pitched very well this year in, in a small ball, ballpark, a tough pitcher's park, a tough division. Matt's threw the ball well for Toronto. So uh, the Mets will be in the market for some pitching. They're going to need a couple of pitchers and probably a couple of position players too, because it looks like Conforto is going to move on. It looks like they might lose Dom Smith. So they're going to need, you know, maybe a center fielder, a third baseman, a couple of pitchers. Obviously, one really good pitcher. Uh, they have the best pitcher in baseball. They have their ace, but you're going to need a, a good number, too. They're going to need um, a couple of quality rotation p- pieces, guys you can pitch in games two and three of a playoff series. Uh, Carrasco was terrible for them last year. Taiwan Walker made the All-Star team, was good in the first half, but he was terrible in the second half. I don't think he won a game after July. Um, Tyler McGill, the rookie, he was decent. Stroman was solid. We'll see if they bring him back i would think they would uh carrasco and walker are both under contract but the rotation definitely needs some additions and some reliable you know front end pitching with some upside but also some stability so that's the Syndergaard situation the mets finally do hire a general manager 
I wanted to list all of the people that the Mets were denied by, but uh, let's let's just say the list was long and pretty comical. But they do hire Billy Epler, who was the Angels GM from 2015 to 2020, uh, assistant GM for the Yankees a couple years before that. Not an inspiring choice. Uh, not an inspiring choice. The Angels are always underwhelming. Um, that owner spends a ton of money too. They have a ton of resources. Uh, we just went over how aggressive they are in free agency and, and not by any means cheap. So he came, he came from a spot where they had money, where they spent money. They had Trout, the best player in baseball. And in five, six years there, he never made the playoffs. So not an inspiring choice. Somebody had to take the job. You had to, at some point, you know, at some point you got to fill up nine guys in your lineup card. Uh, this isn't Hoosiers. You can't just go Norman Dale and say, you know what, our four guys are on the court and say, my team's on the floor. You can't do it that way. You had to hire a GM at some point in uh, the Mets hire someone. I don't love it. Uh, not an inspiring choice in Epler. I guess the next step now is finding a manager. And this is going to be a big hire for the Mets who let's face it, have faced a ton of embarrassment these past couple of years. I mean, Mickey Callaway, sexual harassment allegations. He's suspended Jared Porter, the GM sexually harassing the female reporter. Um, Carlos Beltran hired and fired basically 15 minutes later, who I actually think they could, they could have survived that. They could have kept him, but he was involved in the Astros cheating scandal. But if you look at Cora, he's managing AJ Hinch. He's managing again. You could have gotten away with, with keeping Beltran who lasted, you know, like a week or so. Um, Zach Scott, who replaced Porter as the interim GM this past summer, he was fired after a drunk driving incident. So just a brutal stretch here for the Mets, really embarrassing uh, off the field. On the field, they've been disappointing. Off the field, it, it's really been uh, – they've been in the headlines in the wrong ways. Really bad run here. So, you know, how they are running the organization from top down is definitely a question here. After they hired Epler, somebody made a joke on Twitter that, you know, it's just a matter of hours before something horrible about Epler comes out, which is pretty funny. So, uh, they got the GM. The manager is next on the to-do list. Maybe Showalter's in the mix. Uh, he's been out of the league a few years, but Buck Showalter – Good manager. I think he'd be a good fit. Knows New York. He's won in New York. Uh, he's won everywhere. He just hasn't won at all. Sort of a, a snake bitten kind of career, either a year too early or a year too late kind of guy. But Bucky's a good manager. He's not going to embarrass you. He knows what he's doing. So we'll see if that's the direction they go. Uh, we do have some of the awards this week for NLB. And uh, Thursday, Gil Alexander did a segment on his show, the a numbers game, how Major League Baseball may have tipped their hand as to who's going to win some of these awards. So the last odds we saw, and uh, you know, this is interesting because I have a few tickets on these car, uh, on these guys. Harper was minus 325 to win the NL MVP. Soto was plus 250. Tatis was plus 450. Uh, AL MVP, forget it. Otani's minus 4,000. He'll get every vote, I would think. But they announced who's presenting these awards. And Mike Schmidt is presenting the NL MVP, which seems to be a pretty major hit that Bryce Harper will win the award. Mike Schmidt, a former Philly, Bryce Harper, a Philly. Um, you know, they gave the manager of the year to Gabe Kapler of the Giants. They had Bruce Bochy, a former Giant, present him the award. So I'm not sure why MLB would seemingly telegraph this and take the excitement out of it, take the drama out of it. I have no idea. Uh, doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but Oral Hershiser is presenting the NL Cy Young Award. Scherzer is in the mix. That would make me think it's going to Scherzer. He was the underdog. Uh, the three candidates were Burns, Wheeler, and Scherzer. There wasn't a clear-cut favorite. Wheeler was plus 140. Burns was plus 160. Scherzer was plus 200, the last we saw these odds. But 
a former Dodger Hershiser presenting the, the award, perhaps a hint that it's going to be Scherzer in a, in a bit of a mini upset. Like I said, Otani will win the AL MVP. But if you look at the AL Cy Young odds, this is where it's interesting because the last odds we saw, and of course they're down now, but the last odds we saw, Robbie Ray was minus 1,500. Garrett Cole was 5-1. to one. Lance Lynn was 7-1, to one, somewhere around there. But the presenter for the AL Cy Young is going to be former White Sox Jack McDowell. And yes, he was also a Yankee. But his two famous moments as a Yankee were pretty much flipping off the fans one game and uh, he gave up the walk-off hit to lose the 95 ALDS against the, the Mariners and what was a classic series. So a former White Sox presenting the award, is it possible that Robbie Ray minus 1,500? And I know some people that bet him before the season at 100 to 1. So if, if is it possible that they're actually going to give this award to Lynn? It would be a shocker, an absolute shocker. I, I follow these awards pretty closely. Uh, didn't seem to be any indication that it would be anyone other than Ray. Uh, Lynn was not great the second half of the year, plus he was hurt. But McDowell presenting the award would give you somewhat of a clue, somewhat of a hint that it is going to be Lance Lynn to win the award. So uh, we'll find out the Cy Young tonight, the MVP on Thursday. Season ended six weeks ago. Why, why it takes this long to present these awards and they stretch it out over a week and they're you know tipping their hand with who's going to win, I, I don't understand it. But that's baseball for you. They do some strange things. Uh, don't understand it, but... When we come back, we'll do the NBA, the Knicks, the Nets, both in action. I will give you a pick in one of those games. This is the New York City Cast presented by Play Sugar House Sportsbooks. Play Sugar House Sportsbook has taken its game to the next level. Not only has it added robust same-game parlays for football, it's playable in a new state, Connecticut. Whether you want to place your bets in New Jersey or Connecticut, you can count on Play Sugar House Sportsbook to deliver a one-of-a-kind experience from your first bet to your fast payout approval. Download the Play Sugar House app or go to PlaySugarHouse.com today. Must be 21. Playable in New Jersey or Connecticut. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey or 888-789-7777 in Connecticut. The VEASAN midseason football special is here. Put the VEASAN betting experts to work for you. From now through February for only $99. The daily best bet emails, 24-7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in-depth data and analysis on VEASAN.com. Sign up today at vcin.com slash subscribe and get everything we have to offer for the rest of football season for only $99. That's vcin.com slash subscribe. Okay, we are back. This is the New York City Cast presented by Play Sugar House Sportsbook, the best sportsbook out there. Check them out. Okay, so we covered the baseball NFL quickly. Still no word um, yet on Barkley. Looks like he's actually going to play. Looks like Flacco is going to play for the Jets, which I don't understand against the Dolphins. Uh, we will keep an eye on that. I just think we all need a, a mental break, a, a mental health day away from the Jets here for just a second. The Giants are in Tampa Bay Monday night. We'll obviously spend some time on that game as it gets closer. Dan, Dan Dugan, who covers the Giants for the Athletic, reported that GM Dave Gettleman will be out barring a major run by the Giants. That is not earth-shattering news. We all kind of figured he was probably going to be in trouble barring some kind of run here. I mean, he got hired in, what, December of 2017, and we're about to turn the calendar here in a couple of months to 2022, and, and Giants haven't shown you a lot of improvement. So Gettleman will be out barring some run to the wild card, which, look, beat Tampa, then we can talk, but don't think it's going to happen. Uh, on to the hoops. Both teams in action tonight. Knicks had a good win Monday night against the Pacers, 92-84. 
if you're listening to the show, you're making money. The picks have been good. We had the Knicks the other night, but they get what I thought was an important win. Hadn't been playing great. Uh, their starters have really struggled. The bench unit has carried this team. Uh, they only scored 16 in the first quarter the other night. Randall hasn't been great. Uh, Kimball Walker hasn't been great. But the bench has been with Rose and Burks. They, they've really been outstanding for the Knicks. They pull away late from Indiana Monday night. And now they face Orlando. Uh, Knicks are home in this game is in the Garden. Knicks are favored by 11 and a half. Total is 209. It's too many points for me. I'm sure the Knicks will win. Money line's minus 700 on the Knicks. Magic are plus 525. Uh, I'm sure the Knicks will win. Orlando's a terrible team. Uh, Suggs has been disappointing. The rookie from Gonzaga. Total rebuild there. There seems like they're always rebuilding. Uh, the other rookie, Wagner, has actually been really good, but just an awful Magic team. And, and a Magic team actually beat the Knicks earlier in the year, so I'm sure the Knicks will have that in mind and try to not slip up again here. But a Magic team that is 3-11, like I said, one of those three wins is against the Knicks. But uh, these next two for the Knicks are as easy as it gets. Home versus the Magic and home versus the Rockets. The Rockets are just a new level of awful, just a, a dreadful basketball team. So I, these, these next two for the Knicks, I, I think, are neat, games you need to win. Games they, they should win, and I think they will win. Should have no issues burying these bad teams in the garden. But no play for me in terms of the side. I guess I would actually lean towards Orlando here. 11.5 points is a lot. But no play for me. Uh, not a strong enough lead to, to, to bet it here. So let's see. The Nets are on the second night of a back-to-back. They are laying 10.5. Total is 207. They are taking on the Cavaliers. This is my bet. I like the Nets tonight. I like the Nets. I bet the Nets. Uh, last night, Golden State comes into Brooklyn. Marquee game. It, it really blows the, the doors off the Nets. Warriors win the game 117-99. to 99. Curry, 37, uh, 37 points, nine threes. I mean, he's just an incredible player. You know, it's hard to be a great player and be underrated. Curry, I just think, is still so underappreciated. People, for whatever reason, you know, don't, don't appreciate his greatness. And I think it's a fair conversation when you can talk about Curry versus Durant, who's actually a better player. You know, there's obviously um, some alignment there because they played with each other. Golden State had both of them at one point. To me, Curry, I, I would think I would take Curry. Not only is he more durable, but, man, what what he does, the attention he attracts, not that Durant does it, but, man, just, just an incredible player. Some of the shots he hits are, are really fun to watch. Uh, the Warriors team, they did have a good record coming in, 11-2, and two, now 12-2, and two, but they hadn't had the toughest schedule. Uh, a lot of games against bad teams, a lot of games at home, but they get a really impressive win last night. Harden still does not look like Harden, just a little slow, a little heavy, just not the explosiveness you used to see him. Um, Warriors are going to be dangerous once they get Clay Thompson back. I mean, that's just all there is to it. The West isn't as great as it used to be. So Thompson hasn't played in a couple of years. I think it's June of 2019. So that's a long time ago. But uh, I think the Nets are fine. I don't think you're worried too much about them. They had one eight out of nine going into last night's game. They'll be there in late May. They'll be in the mix. Uh, I think off of a, a bad loss, this is a good spot tonight to back them. The Cavs have been surprisingly good. You know, a few of these teams in the East have been really better than you'd expect, which makes it harder for the Knicks to just waltz into the playoffs, into the main draw, and, and why the play-in is a possibility, if not even a likelihood. The Cavs are 9-6. and six. After dropping a couple in a row, they were 9-4. and four. Uh, Wizards are 10 and three somehow bulls are 10 and four. So the Eastern conference for the first time I can really remember. And I don't know the 25 plus years I've been watching uh, the East is better than the West. I think whoever wins the East will be favored over whoever wins the West in the finals. 
you know, even when LeBron was on the heat and the Cavs pound for pound, the East was a much weaker bracket than the East. Even if, you know, they had the best team and the eventual champion, the West was always deeper. Maybe you can say the same for the Jordan Bulls where the Bulls were always the best team in the league, but the West was just a gauntlet. Um, For as long as I can remember, it's really not the case anymore. Um, But I I like the Nets here tonight. Um, You know, I just think this is a good get right spot for them laying 10 and a half. Uh, This Cavs team is good, but they are extremely shorthanded. Now, if you look at who they're missing, uh, Kevin Love, Colin Sexton, Maury Markkinen, and disappointed because their star rookie who has been absolutely tremendous, Evan Mobley, he is now out for a month or so with a sprained elbow. So that's a bummer. He'd been really good. Uh, Clearly the best rookie so far, head and shoulders above anyone, including Cunningham, including Green. Uh, He's just been, the standout and really what's been a good rookie class so far, but I would say Mobley has been the best, but a host of key guys out for the Cavs, a wounded Cavs team against the Nets team. That's going to be in a bad mood off the blowout loss. I will lay the 10 and a half with the Nets. I think they win this game tonight. I think they win it going away. Uh, This to me will be a blowout. Give me the Nets minus 10 and a half. Uh, That will do it for this show today. Remember to rate review, subscribe. We will talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening. This is the New York City Cast presented by Play Sugar House Sportsbook. Play Sugar House Sportsbook has taken its game to the next level. Not only has it added robust same game parlays for football, it's playable in a new state, Connecticut. Whether you want to place your bets in New Jersey or Connecticut, you can count on Play Sugar House Sportsbook to deliver a one of a kind experience from your first bet to your fast payout approval. Download the Play Sugar House app or go to PlaySugarHouse.com today. Must be 21. Playable in New Jersey or Connecticut. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey or 888-789-7777 in Connecticut. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.